0: All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Crafted Crew podcast. This is episode something over thirty, but below forty. Let's let's go with let's go with one of those. I'm not
1: exactly
0: entirely sure. Um, we are back here at Montres. The entire Molly crew is with us. Literally, the entire first episode podcast number one crew here. You're right. You're right? Yes. Okay. Um, and then we've got a very special guest tonight. We're doing something really cool. Very glad we got to set this up, and we got a very unique cigar tonight. Uh, so it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. We're gonna have. A lot, I'm gonna let the, the whole crowd introduce themselves, and then I'm gonna introduce our guest. Well, you guys know me,
2: Ode uh, the Bourbon Cowboy. And I got sitting next to me, who? Mad Russian.
3: This is true.
0: <laughs> Say it in Russian. I can subtitle this shit. And then to the right of the, <laughs> the bad Russian. We got yeah, the you got the Frenchman from the north. Uh, <laughs> the Frenchman. Yeah, you are looking kind of uh, Frenchy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got like the half mullet come over thing. Oh, uh, dude. It's cute. I, mean, I, the, I kind the of love that same right way right when
2: now. he comes in, but sometimes he's wearing chops.
0: <laughs> sometimes he's wearing the goatee. He mixes right. it up a lot. His shit's still on straight. <laughs> and he also shrunk. Yeah. yeah well, he, got, he got skinny. Uh, so before we cut to these cigars, I'm, I, I, we're going to let Kurt kind of talk about because he brought them to us. Um, I want to introduce Levar Douglas here. Say hello. Hello,
1: hello. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for having uh,
0: me. This is cool. We got to hook up. This is the Levar you heard us talk about on the podcast at the Rocky Patel event at Stanley's. Uh, this is the is Brandon Is that? Are you uh, I'm the
1: marketing manager.
0: Marketing man. Sound almost degraded him right there. Brand ambassador is like, a, like an Instagram girl, right? right. <laughs>
1: no, you're, no, you're no, a marketing no. Marketing man. No, this
0: no. This man gets paid to work, not likes. <laughs> uh, oh, from Uncle Nearest. So, we're going to get into all of this with LeVar today. Uh, we're going to have some cigars. We're going to have some drinks that are actually approaching right now. Uh, so, if you want to throw your background in, say, hey, what's up? We'll pass these around before we do our opening cheers good then, evening
1: everyone uh, once again my name is LeVar douglas i'm the marketing manager for missouri and kansas for uncle nears whiskey uh, man i'm just happy to to be a part of a, an amazing company an amazing story and of course we have amazing juice in our bottles uh, i'm looking forward to today let's have some fun chit chat and enjoy yeah man that's how it goes
0: definitely uh we are going to talk about the juice in this bottle because we're probably going to come back to the same conversation we had about Tennessee whiskey that I think you'll really enjoy. It was kind of funny for all of us uh but let's go ahead and toast these up and then Kurt why don't you explain the cigars we have here
3: uh well got lucky I was at a event out in South Dakota about two about a month ago now uh walked into Rapid City Harley and uh there's a cigar booth out front so I was like oh cool I'll check them out because there's, they're selling there's, there's cigars. I was looking for the card so I could let you know who it was. But right. I, I, it, I, took it on my wallet already because my wallet was packed with cards. Um. So he opened up a box. He's like, oh yeah, I got some of these. I got some of these Cubans. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. He goes, they're thirty dollars a piece, and I'm like, thirty dollars a piece? <laughs> I'm like, that sounds about right because you know, it's spent three hundred for. Well, so four hundred a box. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I was like, sounds good. They're uh, they're also selling their own cigar. Uh, they were all flavored cigars. So I was like, eh. I'll, I'll buy one of those too, just to. So acid or cucumber. Uh, no, no. <laughs> they, they were they were They've their been own Dipped cigar. in pickle juice. They, they had uh, like a honey flavor and some mm-hmm. other stuff. They were, they're all sweet. Um, but yeah i seen these and i was like uh how many got there he's like i've got four i'm like well i need to bring that to the group i think the group good. The, the group uh <coughs> the group needs a nice nice cuban it's
0: been a while yeah so these are true um limited 2003s the edition limit so what that means so these aren't cigars from 2003. it's the seed growth year so that's when the seed was snatched 2003. Um, these are in the new, this is part of Cohiba's new rollout, uh, not the HIKES, but the HIKES rollout line. Um, and they're in those churches, so they're going to be... <laughs> mucho good. Yeah.
4: And then... Holographic label?
0: Eight years. Yeah. That was the first initial attempt to stop counterfeiting. Yeah, but then someone found out, you just had a good piece of paper and a good printer, but you could fucking print anything. Can print money at home if I wanted to. Well, not online. I don't have a good printer. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, you got a good printer with some good card stock, you can make anything happen. Uh, but um, and then Levar, because he doesn't smoke very often, we got him on a Crown Heads Tennessee waltz. So there's always Crown Heads somewhere when we go somewhere. We are probably the hugest Crownhead junkies, and I mean I've got them tattooed on my arm. Wow. So these are small labels. Um, so we're we're pretty. We know what we're talking about. We're pretty smart on that. You know? So, um, well, let's jump in. Um, we've all had Nearest now. Have you had Uncle Nearest before? I her? haven't.
1: This oh, well, there you her, go. Yeah. Let me know what you think. The good
3: thing it's I like, could drink it straight. So that's, that's true. That's <laughs> true. I don't gotta
1: throw ice on it. Um, it's uh, got a real sweetness to it. How so do you place that? It's like a hint of maple that you probably you probably tasting.
3: Okay. Yep. That's yeah. It's, it's got that
1: sweetness in it. And then I always always tell a lot of people like what you know what we're what we're drinking on right now. is the eighteen fifty six. A uh, hundred proof. One thing about it, it has that that burn at the the, the tip of your tongue, yeah. but going down is just it's smooth. And a lot of people can't believe it. Like I can't believe it's a hundred proof and it's this good and it's this smooth. And it's from Tennessee. And yeah. it's from Tennessee. That's the point we're gonna get to. <laughs> that we found very very fun. Um, yeah, no, it, I I do I did have that
0: little strong mouth,
3: but then yeah, it's falling going down, smooth. No, no burn, no. Harshness, so no. it is. Yeah, but it's like it had a very sweet flavor
0: to it. Yeah. So we opened that podcast with. You remember when I texted you that Thursday? Yeah. And I was like, "What's up, man? You were you got your car or whatever." I was trying to get you down because what we're going to get into is Hodge actually met one of the nearest that are still in St. Louis.
1: Yes, so he has family here.
0: Yeah. Um, he, he owns. He owns a, a wine company started
2: out following him. He was named George Flower and uh, unfortunately he didn't
0: make it but uh, yeah but we were actually
2: looking for a picture from the thing we'll get it up. Yeah, you'll
0: get it. Um, we opened with um, the 1856 the 100 group mm-hmm. uh, that night we were sitting there waiting on each to come in to hang out and we started drinking on it. was the it was only the second time I had it because I had uh, the 50s or the 80s, 84. 84 with you. Yes. When we met. So we got into that, which was, it, they're both amazing. And there's one that we want to, are, take a look at that. That's with our shine. Yeah,
2: that's, the that's passion, nice. But yeah,
1: that's real nice. That's, that's very old jam. Martin
2: we had next to it, which is 100 proof as well. I don't know if you've had very old Mark, they don't sell it here in Missouri, but you picked it up across the river. But uh, I'll jump in here and say one of the things that we've talked about a lot on our podcast is the proof is something nice to see on the bottle, but it doesn't necessarily mean that 100 proof is going to burn you. Uh, we've had stuff that's 90 that we've drank and said, man, that drink's just like 100 proof we've drank stuff that's 124 proof that tastes and, and goes down and finishes just like 100. Mm-hmm. How they do that is what makes some of this special. But this one, we mentioned in our last podcast when we were at Stanley's, was it's Tennessee. And we usually don't get something that has all of those beautiful characteristics of what we like in a bourbon. And it's hundred proof, and it's so well balanced, and has the complexity that you like in a good bourbon. And, and it wasn't a surprise to me because I've had it. I've been, I've been drinking this for over a year, at least, maybe longer. So it was nice to get together and use and get more information on it.
1: You know, one one thing that we proud ourselves about is uh, our story. Our story is like it's priceless. You know, um, when I first heard about the brand, this was I'll say roughly uh two thousand eighteen, I was in South Carolina. I got introduced to the brand. Um, yeah. then and I'm like, okay. And I started just, just reading up on it, I'm like, wow. And you know how you talking to yourself, it's like, okay, I was I was loving my time in South Carolina down there working. And I'm like, wow, what would be cool if I was able and blessed with the option to work on right. right, And uh I was fortunate to do our COVID-19 to get the job as the marketing manager for Missouri, doing the pandemic. and But the most important thing, it was like, it was a dream come true. But then, it's to sit down with individuals like you guys and tell you guys the story, like, yes, we care about the juice, but the story is like having a conversation with your favorite uncle. Right. You know, this is the type of juice that you can sip on and relax a good cigar and you guys can catch up fellowship that's how we that's how we wow. picture this brand is for people to sit down and have a cocktail to catch up to share what the story the history of uncle Mirror's whiskey that's why
2: he's the marketing manager
1: that's, what, that's <laughs> yeah. why he's the marketing manager there yeah. you
2: go and you pretty much hit on what craft beer is all about since so we from our <laughs> first one and throughout one of the reasons we love talking about bourbon is because of the stories behind the bird. And so we're going to let you roll with all the good stories. We, we've talked a little bit about it, but I'm sure you're going to be able to go more in-depth about what we love and what we think is a great story about this crowd.
0: Yeah, we, we we really enjoy it and I'm excited for you to get into the background just on a little bit that we had discussed that day we had a cigar up here we are hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you, what do you want? You want him to just run through, and we'll talk as he goes. You want? You got any questions, Mark? Anything? Anything you want to jump with, lead with, or just want to fucking run with? Well, okay. I, I, one of the
4: things, I mean, I, I forgot that that the that 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 the, 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 the name is. is, is, is I we I, tried this one, as they mentioned. What's the story behind oh, that one? The, the next one that we haven't tried yet. I'm sorry, it's No, no, confused, no, no, no. But, no, no, no. Hey, but, but the significance of of, 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 of the, the, the the year. The year, the okay. history about it. I mean,
1: I, I I think that's actually super cool. All right, so I'm gonna start off. And this one right here is this. Uh, this was the this was launched in 2019 the, the 1884, and the 1884 the year symbolizes that was the last year before nearest. Actually retired, he put his actual whiskey in the barrel. But it's about family, right? So the person that came up with this particular blend in well, 1884, is Victoria Butler. She's the sixth generation of the nearest green family.
0: And this is the Master Stiller now.
1: Yes, the right? Master Stiller now. And that's the most that's to me. This this is this is history right here in the bottle. You know, I always tell a lot of people when people say you know, I start off with 100. It's too strong hey, to have a night foot Try it. And you can make amazing cocktails. You know, we have, uh, you know, the classic old-fashioned, the Manhattans. We have one we call Nearest to Happiness. But the 1884 was actually the small batch that came out in 2019. Uh, Victoria Butler, she was the mastermind behind everything. Our, our CEO, Fawn Weaver, actually, you know, when you meet her and talk to her, she just embraces, she, she loves telling the stories. She always tell us, hey, look, the most important thing about this brand is family. It's the story. And you know, a lot of people are like, well, how, how did she come about it? Well, she's a writer. She was going, you know, she's a, 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 a famous author. Like she loves, you know, writing stories. And when she first, you know, heard about it, she started doing all her research because once again, when we talking about whiskey, everybody want to prove or is, is you just is this a true story, is this, are these all facts? Everything about Uncle Nearest is facts. Uh, she did all the research. She was living in beautiful California, left California, heard her husband moved to Shelbyville, Tennessee. While on Shelbyville, Tennessee, Uncle Nearest is a household name in Shelbyville, Tennessee, and Lynchburg is a household name. People say, what is uncle? What does uncle symbolize this? Well, in the African-American community, uncle is, is a sign of respect. They used to call Jack Daniels Uncle Jack. It's a sign of respect. And she did all this research about this particular brand. And I, I, I never forget when I talked to her and I asked, her, I say, why? Like, why you didn't put it in the book? She say, LaVar, if I put it in the book, people would have read it one time and put it on the shelf. That would have been it. Look at it right now. We're having a podcast about Uncle Nearest Whiskey. This is the main focus is so we can share the story. So she actually went to go see this amazing movie called hidden figures with the family. And you guys are familiar with hidden figures.
5: Yes.
1: Yeah. So hidden figures is the movie about the, uh, female, uh, actual, not astronaut- are the females engineers, yes. that helped NASA. Yes. So she right. went to go see this with the family. And after seeing this, it boy, it had the family and our CEO in tears and she said what can i do to make his legacy go on put his name on the bottom
4: so uh, i one of the things I, I it's I, romantic I, I, well but one of the things i like the most about it is is that it's the historical references are are, are authentic i mean i i won't i won't trash have other brand but, but i am aware of other of other brands that that that, that were created just to have a, a historic reference because they he understood that it, that it would sell, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, not that, I'm not saying that that's wrong, but,
1: but, it, but, it's, but, but, it, but it's nice that Yeah, and that's a, the that's a thing, you know. Our story is priceless. Um, it's You can have a conversation with your friends. A conversation with a glass of Uncle Nearest, Having a story. Telling a story about, hey, how was your day at work? How was your life? But you sharing it with a good, a good, a good whiskey, a great whiskey, and you can share that story. No matter, think about this: after this podcast, you guys are gonna take what I say, the part of the story. You gonna go tell ten people. You gonna tell ten people. You gonna tell ten people. You're you're you're, you're helping sell the brand. Yeah. You know, you. I can give you a t-shirt. You can wear a t-shirt. To it got holes in it. You gotta throw it away. But what I just gave you, I gave you a story. I gave you guys a part of history that you're gonna forever hold on to. Right, and now because you know, a hundred million
0: people listen to our podcast. <laughs> hey,
1: I'm
0: working nah, out, man. I'm yeah, nah bro. Not yet. Like, yeah, <laughs> little, it's <laughs> enough. Tell but even even that, you know, it's still so trickle's net. And I think one of the unique things, like we we talked about this about Humphreys last week. I was like, right now, these bottles retail and what.
1: Um, it, you, you, the, you, the, the right. you can get the you can get the the eighteen eighty four for thirty five ninety nine just depends. You can get the eighteen fifty six for uh forty five ninety nine. Okay. It just depends. So one more
0: good year on the market, right, It starts branching out and starts hitting more and more locations, you're gonna add ten dollars to each one of those bottles. Not because you have to, but because people are gonna be so drawn to it. Because it is a it is a very good whiskey. It is, and our joke about Tennessee was, and I know you'll get into the Jack Daniel's side of it and everything. When we were drinking this, we were trying to think of a Tennessee whiskey that we'd had that we liked. And we're like, when I the comment I made about it, I was like, this is when I say when I say what I'm saying, I'm not I'm not meaning they're the same thing. But I was like, this is Jack Daniel's with everything you wanted it to taste like. You know what i mean like that's what it's a tennessee whiskey with all the good things that you want the maple the caramel the little bit of spice subtle heat it's all there but like the only example you ever got was jack daniels from tennessee <laughs> and we sat there like there's just a weird like two 20 seconds silence where we're all like rattling our brains of what we drank mm-hmm. trying to think of another tennessee whiskey right.
1: and you know and i tell a lot of people you know everybody always want to ask you know you know, he. you know, did Jack Daniels, nearest Green, Relation? They was business partners. They were business partners. Think about this. You had a, a African-American man and a, a white gentleman working together to make something, to make juice, right. as they call it back in the days, whiskey, just for people to have a good time. And look at us now. We're sitting around talking about it. Right. You know, people say, well, how, how did this happen? It happened, you know, uh, Jack Daniels was an orphan. Mm-hmm. He was adopted by the Daniels family where Nearest Green worked on that third plantation. And, and at that time, you gotta think, as a kid, you seeing the gentleman he's making, you like, why he got all these pot steels and all like that? As a kid, I'll be what are you doing? Teach me, show me. That's how Jack Daniels was. Right. And he showed him how to make the, the, the Lincoln County process. And that's most important in Tennessee, in order to become a Tennessee whiskey, you have to understand the Lincoln County process. You know, oh. that is so important. You know, yes. You know, that they had
2: the
0: wrong their own way of brewing and instilling their own That it's called the Lincoln County
1: process? I didn't
0: know that. Oh, I didn't know. I thought it was, you know. I, you know. There's a way you do Tennessee whiskey. There's a way
1: you do Kentucky bourbon. I didn't know that it had a procedural name. Yeah, and it's crazy. So you got to think about it. Like they met on this plantation Um, and they they became business partners. But then you got to think that good old thing that happened back in the day called prohibition. (laughs) So it was illegal in Tennessee. So guess where they migrated to the gateway of the West, St. Louis, Missouri. So a lot of people don't know that Nears Green and Jack Daniels had a distillery here in St. Louis. Currently, what resides in that their, 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 on that their address is the IKEA building. Uh, oh, is that one? Yes. Oh, I didn't so know what okay. uh, I knew it was down there. I know they
0: put an IKEA on top of it. Yeah, I guess that's forward
1: progress. So just, <laughs> in uh, 2019, yeah. Missouri signed a proclamation to the nearest Green family to Frank Weaver and everyone just recognizing the work of Nearest Green and Jack Daniels for the distillery here in St. Louis. So when people talk about Nearest Green and Jack Daniels, we're family. But the one thing about it, Jack has his own estate, Nearest Green has his own estate, but we're family. We have an initiative that we're working on right now, was giving young entrepreneurs uh, that want to get into business, become a master distiller, that us and Jack Daniels have partnership with. So. When people talk, we're we work together. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not, well oh, we're against each other. No, we work together. Great, great. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank no, you. I've
0: never I haven't seen anything. That's pretty neat. Yeah, and it's so recent. Uh, um,
2: the date on that property. Yes, I mean, yes, had, yes. You know, like last, this last year. Yes,
1: last year. And that's and that's the thing. You know, a lot of people like you know what is going on. How's all this happening? It's happening because of what the conversations, the story. Right. The story is 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 coming back to life, and people always ask, well, well, what happened? How did the story, you know, just stop? Well, the story stopped after the I want to say the last Jack Daniel's descendant passed away. So it's just like with anything with any um, uh, matriarch of a family, if somebody in the family passed away, you you're not gonna really hear about it. But well, one right. thing I can say right now with, with Uncle Near what's making this brand so strong is the work that I see you is doing right now. Uh we have the supported a family. Uh everybody it's, 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 it's a team, it's a team project. It's not one person, it's a team. So when did um, cause
0: yeah, I will let when I I'll let Arch speak to this more, I'm just kinda rumble on it. When did the connection between nearest green distilling and the family in st louis was nearest green were they working before the connection was reignited or re or was this a like reach out to the family in st louis and then you know went back to tennessee and did it was or,
1: uh, actually everything came together when uh when we actually started our company started doing the research on it Oh, okay. so when you're doing the research one thing you want to make sure you have facts you just can't come out with a brand or a product saying, "Oh, it's this." You know, you have to do your research, and upon the research, Hopefully. you have yeah. to you have to reach out to the family, asking for the rights and so on. And the family has been very helpful, very supportive. Uh, and it's it's when you talk to someone in the family and you see the tears in their eyes because they see his name on the fire. They see people going out there talking about it. They, they can be out at, a, at an establishment like we are right now, and people talking about Uncle Nearest. Hey, it was Nathaniel Nearest, right? Yes. Right? Yes. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, so that's... And there are how many uh, living descendants are in St. Louis? Or uh, let's just say St. Louis right now.
1: It's, I haven't met all of them, but it's quite a few. Yeah? It's quite right, a that's few. That's cool, yes. awesome. Yes. I,
0: I'm, is the, is, so it's Nearest Green. Right. Yes. Yes. So the green is it the green family name or is it descendant off of that
1: name? Descended off of that name. That's cool.
0: And so they're not far off. They're just talking what third?
1: Oh, uh, right big now. Fourth B- gen- big t- generation. Victoria's B- the sixth generation.
0: Six. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. And, and, and how that, old?
0: How old is Victoria? You
1: can never tell a lady. I, I, mean, her I don't dad. know. Our Be our real camp.
0: nice. Yeah. Whatever number you think, take ten years off.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna say that.
0: Uh, okay. It's my best friend, Victoria. If you hear this, I'm kidding. I haven't met you, but I'm kidding. Um so that, the, the construction of, of ownership, CEO and everything, I wanted, isn't Uncle Nearest the only or one of where the CEO and the master distiller are female?
1: No, no, we're the only company with an African-American female oh, CEO. Only. Uncle okay. Nearest is the only African-American on records okay. as the okay. only African-American master distiller. Okay. so we
0: go.
1: And this is right here, this is a picture. Of what the actual studio used to look like back in the days. So when you used to drive oh, down Forty, you remember you used to see this. You see, a, you the building before I kid, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like you see, you we we saw this and we didn't know what it was. And a lot of people, like and a lot of people, don't understand. St. Louis was the gateway to the West at one point. St. Louis was the largest city in the United States. Mm-hmm. You have to think at one time you had so many. You had Jack and Uncle Nia's here. You had uh, the Heaven Hill brothers. You have Jim Bean, Southern Comfort. All came to St. Louis for one thing: the 1904 World's Fair. Right. Is Uncle Nears still bottled here? No, it's no, not. Uh, we we're actually opening up our own distillery in Shelbyville, Tennessee. Okay. It's in the process of being worked on right now. Uh, we were doing tours, but tours that got you know put on hold because of what's going on right now.
0: Right. Okay. All right. Uh, the reason I ask is, there's still Heaven Hill still bottles here, right? Or who are those? Who are those companies that still bottle? I, I think uh, you Hill does.
1: I think Mexico does. In here in St. Louis? Yeah, yeah. they still yeah. bottle here. Yeah, certain yeah. you. Got, but the thing, certain companies once where it was established, they still bottle there. But as far as you know, like Uncle News, that's Tennessee.
0: Oh, distilling. Yeah, I yeah, know still, yeah. Oh, that, that's what I was curious about. Yeah. Is it is it done all the way? But Hodge knows uh, of a couple that are still bottled here, and I'm just I curious if maybe because of their connection, you know, if they still did or not.
2: As the as the way of bourbon was so great here, the the same way with with beer. When you had Falstaff, you had uh, Crazy Dick, you had Anheuser, you had I mean, it could go on and on and
1: on. All the (laughs) beers. And and I I want and I'm gonna be honest with you guys. You know, taking on this role, it was like okay, you the face of a brand. Like you, this this role was new. Right. And it's like. What can, what can I do? How can I s- tell the story? What impact can I make? And it's, let's just, it's, it's about telling the story, finding the right people to tell a story to, so they can go tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Cause everybody think, oh, you guys, you, you guys in liquor business, I just got liquor. No, we just got liquor. Right. We want people to go buy liquor.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. Um, well, let's, let's take a second here um how's everyone's cigar with the um i was just thinking about that because this is your your
2: uh this is your mainstream uh you know badass Cuban. yeah and i've been retro on it and this is actually a really good pairing with this uh, with this uh, cigar because the cohiba is a very mild but yet mild complex Burns well, the ashes burn well. We're probably, most of us are about an inch to an inch and a half in. Yeah. Uh, and it's all the things you want. Uh, the big mad big Russians big. over here stacking dimes. But this I, is a good, we're, and we're on the 1856. The 100 right now. proof, yeah. Yeah, and it's great copper. Was yeah,
0: I think I think this is a uh, a lights it's a lights out pairing so far. because like Hodge said the cigar is very mild. Uh, Cubans hold a, a very uh, I'm I'm gonna say rainy type taste because when you say earthy you're talking a lot of soil and a lot of help and a lot of work and this and that's not what's here. But it's it's a mild cigar, good body of smoke. But that maple, char- I, I don't, because I don't think the charcoal filtering really, but the, the sweetness from the nearest opens up the sweetness on the cigar. When you retrohale it, it's like um, uh, Bob Rocks. You know, that the way the sweetness hangs out on yeah. your throat, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's really, I like it. It's really unique. Yeah, it goes right up. It's hell of, the hell of a pair.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Hell of a pair. You know, and, and that's, that's another good thing. It's like to have an amazing story but then to have great juice to go along with it. I'm, I'm betting a thousand right now. And we'll, we're going to get to what you just said in a minute. Well, about the
0: juice, that's the fun part. Uh, Mark, what do you think? I think it's an
4: excellent point. Yeah. And, um... Well, there we have it. Yeah. he that's fine. Just say, say, say stacking
0: dimes after every sentence. Are you familiar
4: with that expression? What? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say that he out the smoke
0: cigars. But yeah. Mark, is, Mark is like one year into Instagram, so... <laughs> yeah.
1: You're right, man. They,
0: bro, <laughs> there's, there's Your this, kid
1: sets you up on it, or you set it up yeah, yourself?
0: I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's this there's this um, cigar company in Germany called Monkey Cigars. They're, they've been with Crown Heads since the original launch of the original Crown Head. Mm-hmm. The very first cigar they ever put out. Well, he started this hashtag called Stacking Dimes. If you turn your cigar up and look at your ass, it looks like a bunch of dime stacked. So he's been putting up these pictures where he'll take a nine inch cigar and smoke it down here. He's like, Stacking Dimes, bitches. But it's in it German. <laughs> so it's really, it's really. I like that. Yeah. It's own
1: hashtag. You yeah, own own it. So then
0: it. he asked me, he's like, do you know what that means? So I, I taught him. We started drawing down. I was like, see, it looks like dimes. It it looks looks like
4: like Mark,
1: on on it. own it. Own it, man.
4: Own it. My, mine ends up being little <laughs> curry, but...
1: Hey, just you know, feel <laughs> it. i into
0: your personal
1: life. <laughs>
4: yeah. just, just got like,
1: man, it's got an
0: angle to it. Relax. Um, so, LeVar, how is your pain? Let's talk about, talk about that cigar with that juice.
1: Man, it's great. Like, I... No, normally, guys, I tell you, after a long day working, I, I have a good cigar, sit on my desk, play a little time and drink on Smokin' Nereus. I, I can dig can, I can it, man. And it's you like, we're it's, 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 here. You it's, 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 got it. it. <laughs> and that's the thing about, like, you know, like, it's, it's like I said, once again, it, it goes back to just relaxing.
0: You, you
1: know, you can find so many different whiskeys, so many different bourbons. But when you find that one that you can, like, wow, I can enjoy this with a, a good cigar and and relax. Yeah, this cigar was a good choice, man. <laughs> Good choice. So thanks. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool. Yeah. I mean, like, Just do, like I mean do. this is what
0: I do. Yeah. Like this is what I do, basically. Yeah. Um uh, do we want to <laughs> move to right. the eighty four? Huh?
3: Oh he'll be finishing the swather.
4: He's about to talk. So the, the brand launched in 2017? In, in correct. And I was just reading that it's, it's, it's now available in 48 states and 8 countries outside the U.S.? That is correct, yes. Yeah, that's, that, that's, like, that's huge, that's, that's a huge expansion in such a short period of time. It's, uh, I
1: mean, I'm a, it goes back to our leadership. There,
4: like, leadership oh, you is very powerful.
1: important, like our CEO <laughs> is phenomenal. Like, you know, the way she built our team is like, hey, I want to have the right people in place. You know, I don't want to just be hiring anybody, 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 I would to leave it open to get the right person. When you have the right people on your team, it's it's like, it's a domino effect. You know, uh, we get on, we're on, we on a Zoom call and you think we're, we're all brothers and
4: sisters favorites are some, they're, they're, they're some local, local, local names, and I've watched, you know, their, their growth, but I'm not sure that I can name a single other brand that, 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 that experienced that level of growth. A short can of you time say I those numbers again?
0: So, the brand, brand yeah. there, Nearest launched in
4: 2017, and now, just in three years, they're available in 28 states and 8 countries outside of the U.S.
1: And it's, it's <laughs> For three years, less <laughs> than three years. And you got, you got, Once again, like I think when, when I got hired. What's the? Oh, go ahead. I was, I think, I, I think I was maybe, I forgot the number of employee I was, but the role in St. Louis is new. So you gotta, find, you find, you, she's finding the right key people. Right. And it, that's 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 what's important. You gotta find the right key people, the people that are passionate about their jobs. Okay. You gotta have work-life balance, but enjoy what you do. You know, you can. I, we all have worked for companies where you be like, "Man, why is this person working here?" But I'm, I'm working. I've been I've been blessed to work with a company now. I've been working. I don't work with companies before that everybody I work with are passionate about what they do. When you talk to them, the energy is not like, "Oh man," it's like, "Man, I'm doing this. What you doing?" Oh, I see you. Do that. And it's like one thing that we that's unique about Uncle Nears is, so on our if you go on our, on our website, uh, you can put in you can go say hey I want to search a local retail store or a local bar that has Uncle Nears. You put in a zip code, and it pulls up like every restaurant and every restaurant and uh, retail account that has Uncle Nears in your in your radius. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Well, those, those good search platforms especially for uh because it's going to be new to some people right that's the one thing that uh i, I found about a lot especially uh hotch he's the the king of finding those well well aged or at least you know three four years right uh but he finds these these little unicorns that we like to call them they're like 20 dollar bottles mm-hmm. you know but it's, it's the same juice of you know, it's Heaven Hill's juice. You know, or it'd be like Uncle Near is making a, a ten dollar half liter. And it it's the juice, but maybe it's only a year and a half old. You know, or or which I'm not they don't do that, but I'm an example, right? It, it's it's really when you when you get when something grows at the rate that your company grew being on top I get the point I'm getting at is being on top of your logistics like that, like giving people the option that when they want to find it you make it easy, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to say that's probably why it expanded so quick. Because I know you guys weren't hopping, you know, G6s to every country, you know, eight
1: countries. No. 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 (laughs) Like, dude, it's gold. No. But it's just like I said, it it goes back to uh, one thing that helped, like, just, you know, to get in the door. It's the story. If you guys know as I keep saying the story, the story, the story, That's that's what opened up the door. Uh, And a lot of people just want to hear the story. Once they hear the story, they're like, I want in, I want this amount of cases, I want that. Can I get 30 cases, can I get 10 cases, can I get 20? Because they want to be a part of it. Yeah. Because this is history right now. What what, what I'm doing in this role is history. Here's the other
2: important thing that I think helps a lot too. This particular bottle, I found out in Eureka at a little store called Redwood. I know
1: what I said. Shout out to Karen. <laughs> What's up,
2: girl? Karen, um, she's got a marketing background. And she does a fabulous job with her small store of, when you come in, she knows you're a regular, she knows you're a bourbon guy. And then I walk in and I look at her and I go, what do you got? What's new? You know, tell me something. And she introduced me to this and she goes, "You will not be disappointed read it, learn about it, and, and give this a shot. And I did, and so what I'm trying to say is, this bottle's in a lot of retail stores, but there are those few, right, that have the ability to have their customers come in, and even new customers, who they'll refer that bottle to, tell them a small story, tell them why you should give this an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And walk away like I did with a great story, and enjoying the bottle and telling others. And it just so happened that me and him had a podcast, and I brought it to the forefront on our deal. Because there's a lot of stories that you can buy this at and you're not going to get in the story. It's a mass retail outlet. and Right. You're it's moving a, a lot of it, liquor through there. It says
0: new with a sticker, and that's right. The because it, yeah. of
2: those smaller ones that you go in and then really help move the product
1: the I personally and, and then, too, it goes back to when you can find, you know, you got you got your big boys of the world. But when you have a, 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 a family-owned business that cares about their customers, cares about the brands they bring in, and they know that the brand they bring in is a family-owned brand and it has history, they want to support, they want to be a part of it. And that's, that's what really, like where you found this, where you found uh, 1856 in Eureka, think about it, Eureka, Missouri. So you found it, at. but it's all around St. Louis, right? You found yeah. it in Eureka because she took time out of her day. So you come and hey, I got something for you, try this.
2: But it's the same way that we talk about our cigars, and we've told our listeners that listen, when you go into your local cigar shop, talk to them have a little banter with them, tell them what you're smoking, tell them what you're liking, and let them gear you to a new cigar. Uh, I mean, Mark and I, since we've been together, he has brought to the forefront for me a lot of cigars that I might not have tried if he hadn't known kind of what I like in a good cigar and so forth. And now. Me and him bounce these things off of each other because that's what we do. But it's the same way with cigars. Go into your local shops, which are way, way smaller than the retail on Bourbon, and talk to these guys. Spend a little time to them. Tell them what you're smoking, what you like, and let their off. Let them offer up something new that you might try. Same thing. Right. And
0: and, and again, it all it comes back down to with the cigars that that like we're, we're talking that every, every company has a story, right? Like it all came, especially those big guys, right? The Heaven Hill brothers, you've got uh, 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 Colonel E.H. Taylor, uh, Je- was, it, was it? General Blanton? What was it? Colonel Blanton? Or, or was it Lieutenant Blanton? from, <laughs> uh, from Blanton. Oh, Blanton. Yeah, it was General Blanton or something. His, yeah. It was his first name. It wasn't in the middle of his first name. I want to say it was Colonel Blanton.
2: Or general, I don't know. All but, of them either been family yeah. or people that have worked at the distillery, and
0: it's and interesting. It contributed to the family growing right. in the bourbon industry. But the interesting point is, you can with uh, well, yeah, with most mainstream cigars that are out there now, uh, they follow, but like, like with like with Avoniras, they follow. They use their story. Because when you have something new, if you just walk the bar, you just walk in, and you come to me like, "Here's our whiskey, uh, you know, ninety three proof, hundred proof, aged in barrel, blah 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 blah." Here's our price. This, mm-hmm. you know, it's from Tennessee. You'll like it better than Jack Daniels. We're gonna look at you like crazy. Well, guess okay. what? But when you lead in and you, before you even start talking about the juice, you follow in with this this, this backstory of intent and what it is. Mm-hmm. it it, it lands it's what's unique is you've got uncle nears since 2017 it's new how many damn bourbon companies have launched since 2017 a lot a lot okay how many have made that growth probably you i don't know we'd have to you know do some dip but it doesn't matter right you it's much like with um cigars there's a lot of companies that have hit the market and some are doing it the way that you and your company is doing it. You don't just come in and say, because yeah, this is what this is what cigar reps and retailers like to do, or uh, distributors like to do. They come in, they're like, here's our new cigar, here's a box of each. I'm gonna let you smoke them, and then I'm gonna call you in a week and place more. Right? Now, unfortunately, in the cigar business, that that works. <laughs> you put a cool label on something, and you hand it to someone, it's, it might work. But the ones that always did best, like when when I used to sit with reps and would show new product, you were in for a six hour haul. We were gonna sit down and we were gonna smoke whatever you brought. And there were times when it was done, it was I'm not feeling it, man.
1: Sorry. But once, you know, <laughs> but like what you what you said, to piggyback off what you just said, is well, when you when I when I come into a new account, first I don't even bring the product in. I come to have a conversation. That's the icebreaker. You got to know how to have an icebreaker. You got to know how to paint the picture. When 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 somebody's coming in, they trying to sell you something. You're not trying to hear it. You want a conversation. You probably want to just get off. You might had a, a, a rough day. Right. And I sit there and I listen to it. And I say, and, Hey, and listen. here's a free drink. I say, Hey, I'd be like, Hey, Mark, look, let me. T- like, have you ever tried this
4: in that conversation? Would you drink somebody
1: else's product? As far as. I mean,
4: I'm. So, okay, uh, I'll give you a specific example. Okay. Yesterday, I, I, I left an event. I dropped off the, the GM of a, of a local restaurant. And when I dropped him off in front of the restaurant, he had two cars sitting outside with, with, with liquorites waiting for him to, to show up because they wanted to, to, to sell him something. Right. So, if you're, I, 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 I like your approach in part because I've never heard of anybody doing it that way. So, you sit down. If they don't already carry your product, correct? Do you sit for a drink on um, um, somebody else's whiskey.
1: No, actually, what I do, I just sit back, I just observe, I listen. See, rule number one: in order to be successful, you gotta, you have to be a good listener. I listen, I watch. So you own the establishment, right? Us us four come in. Every all of us making a pitch about our particular whiskey. In each order. I'm going to sit back. I'm not going to be trying to rush or anything. I'm going to sit back and wait my time. Then upon my time, I'm going to tell you my story. And then I'm going to tell my story. Say, have you ever tried it? Like no? Now, hey, let me let you taste it. You, I always tell people in this industry, you have to have uh, patience, respect. Because you want somebody to give you that same respect when it's your time to make yourself pitch or you're trying to promote your brand. So, um, if I was in the account that didn't have my product and I was wanting to make a sales bill, would I drink something else in that one? Okay. I will wait, uh, talk to him, because I'm, I'm working.
0: Well, I, I think, are, are you saying if his product's already in a location? No,
1: not in the location.
4: No, i oh, no. because, because I've Because I've, I've, I've,
5: I've, I've
4: never heard of the, 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 that, that approach, because what, what i in my example, just, just to add a little bit more detail to it. These these two cars that were in front of mine that were waiting for him to show up. He carried one or, or, or more of their products, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. And they were waiting to to catch him walking into the restaurant so that they could pitch him other other products in their portfolio. And so it, it was it, it, it was this kind of like it, it, to some degree it kind of felt like a press conference. Yeah, but you have to have- annoying. That's
1: annoying. Yeah. That's just not nice. <laughs> Matt, when I met you, what, what we had? A conversation. Yeah, and I had said cigars. Yeah, we had a conversation. Then I said, hey, Matt, let me let you try it. Matt, it wasn't no pressure. He was already relaxed. He tried like, oh, man, I know. Now I can tell him, it's it's all about your approach. It's, you know, it's I call it marketing one-on-one. It's painting the picture. You know, everybody have a clean canvas, but how do your canvas end up looking at the end, at the end result? If I'm if my canvas, I'm so aggressive, so aggressive, you may be like, no, I don't want to be bothered today. Can you please leave? But if I'm more laid back, you know, like you know something. Hey, I know last time you came, I did not have time to talk to you. I have time to talk to you. Let's let's talk. That conversation that was going to be fifteen minutes turned into an hour. Now it turned to an hour. And he ended up bringing in two cases that he never had before.
3: So it's the Bob Ross approach, happy trees.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was about. good. All
0: right, well let's yep, do this. Let's uh, let's cheers up this this '84. Yes. Um, we will take a sip of this and then let's take a break, um, so sorry, sorry. we can kind of spread the word a little bit and you can talk about those cocktails. Yeah, that's yeah, we'll come back on that, guys. We're gonna take a little break, we will be back with Lavar very shortly. Stay tuned, all right, guys. We are back. Uh, we're still here with Lavar, we haven't scared him away yet. Um, he actually went and got his computer and he's getting all fancy and stuff, so this should be pretty good. Uh, before we roll into this, I want to ask. What does everyone think of the 84?
2: I like it. It's smooth. It's, I think for me, it's a little hard to... Uh, I, I so much enjoy the uh, 1856. I mean, that for me is just a perfect one. And then it's like the mellow, a little more mellow 1884. But it's fantastic. It has all the flavors, but
0: it's just a little mellow for me. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think this takes the term creamy to the point. It's, it's like, it's whipped. It's very, 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 very calm. Like, this is easily just, if, if you're not a whiskey drinker, I think this is something you pour. And I don't even think there's enough heat there to make someone cool. But right. even when
2: you retro, I try to retrohale this 1884. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So, you kind of basically- It's almost, now, it's like,
2: it's almost a uh, straight blend with the Cubans. Uh, oh,
1: there's You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Well, the way you guys basically describe it is how, like, it's, you know, you have a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of cream, a little bit of vanilla. So you just, that's that's, that's what we're going for. That's, we should
0: get gold stars. Like, It's like a fucking state puck. I have a
4: production question for you, okay. one of the things that, 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 that I saw, a term that I saw come up a lot associated with years was corn bags, and, and I, I read that in, in, in an article that, that, that said that, that that there, you, have the, you have plans still to make a malting facility on the distillery grounds, but I'm not aware of, 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 of
1: any distillery that uses corn
4: malt. I, I can't think of a single other, other example. Is that is that is that part of this? It's not
1: part of that, but that's that's in the future making. So we're actually opening up our own distillery in uh, Shelbyville, Tennessee, right now. It's under construction. Uh, once it's open, we're able to do tours. Uh, we have an assembly line, the whole process that will be done right there.
0: So what do you think of the 84? It's hard, I gotta remember these by, usually we're just saying the name, I gotta remember dates and shit now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not good with that. We're gonna talk about that bottle in the end. Oh no. No. Probably one of those floating around the Jeep, right? No? Maybe?
1: Well, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, Mark, what do you think, man?
4: I think this one's great. I'm, I'm, so yesterday, I spent all day tasting honey spirits. Anything that, that some some are distilled from honey, some are some some, some had honey in them, uh-huh. and so maybe it's an influence of that. But I, I, there, there, there's some really cool kind of honey notes in, in, in this and, and it's not sort of like overtly honey. I'm not suggesting that it's flavored whiskey, but it's, but it, but it has that that that, 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 kind of smooth honey quality that that, that I, I really liked about those tasting some of the, you know some of the, some of the unusual things that, that came to market.
0: Right on. Yeah. Just this this uh, say they're, hi. Why, everyone, Jess is our awesome uh, bartender again today. The uh, manager here now. Beautiful. Yeah. You know. Thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I agree. I, I Sweetness, yeah, I don't know honey, but I, I can get it. I can get it. Maybe you got some by a bee yesterday. I split that punchline in there? God, that was good, man. Uh, Frenchie, what do you think? Uh,
3: I like the 84. 84, okay, just double checking. Uh, I like to be 6 more. That's just me. Um, I can see how this could be a, like a mix. Yes. It'd be perfect for a mix, I
5: think.
3: For, for me. Right. But right. It, it's, it's definitely,
0: definitely smooth.
1: I like that. I'm glad you, thank you guys for feedback. Really yeah. appreciate that. Nice,
0: um, right, so we're going to keep taking on this.
2: we in, bro. When we were in our break a little bit, I, I was, uh, talked to Lamar and I was like, Hey, this is a unique opportunity, which we've never really discussed too much in our podcast. But we started talking about cocktails because in the back of my head, I knew that, um, they do some cocktails uh, with Uncle Nick's. And I told him, that, and even the Russian is a big cocktail guy. And one of my favorite is a Manhattan. And I know specifics that I like to keep my Manhattan at. Anyway, without me beating around the bush on it a little bit, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're doing with the cocktail thing? And then I can chime in a little bit and ask some
0: questions. So, and so, can the man Rush? <laughs> yeah, so the, the the little inside joke here is you've got Frankenstein of uh, cocktails, right? And then you got like the white boy of cocktails. Okay? Like you got Plain Jane, and then this is Dr. Frankenstein over here. When this guy makes a cocktail, there's a glass, some ice, and a couple bottles. This man brings out a sex swing, a couple dungeon toys. There's a, a, that it goes through a, a chemistry that to drip into a glass this <laughs> a big. <And> look, <laughs> look, they are never hey, why bad. Hey, watch that cauldron over there. Never. Never. I need that to Cocktails stuff. are always amazing, but
1: he's like, Oh, no, I think I put too much...
5: <laughs> I of <am> lizard. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: but you guys, you know, what you what you guys are bringing up is it's, it's funny. But you guys ask like, how did we cross over? How are we growing so fast? In the beginning stage, we hired we hire bartenders. Bartenders to create our cocktails. So it's currently right now we have a bartender competition going on. Uh, for for Occaners Whiskey. Uh, you know, as far as you know coming up with your best cocktail. Uh, the entry you get in you get into right now online, uh, up until September the fifteenth. Right, yes. right, right now, and also too the, your, the, your the, 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 the catch is you get to be featured in our calendar. So our calendars basically consists of every uh, people that's uh, that work for Ucaneers that are all you know that was mixologists. They make from January to December. We feature a different cocktail every month in our calendar. No 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 no. So, this this right here now when you're describing both of these gentlemen, this is more like Okay, okay you know, with that I mean,
4: one. So, <laughs> not, I've, I've, I've been on both sides of that, I mean I've, I've, I've been a judge, I've, I've been a competitor, I, I think it's a lot of fun actually. I, I, I learned so much about, about, about technique, about special use of ingredients, about the, 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 the impact of, 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 of flavor and texture. It's really, so I think, I think the cocktails began to, to kind of mix Cheeky Whiskey. And, and and I think and I and I think that now it's really a culinary trait. We're, we're, we're taking like modern, modern approaches from from, from from the kitchen and and, and applying it to a bar. And, and I, I, I mean, that is really exciting.
1: But I I'll, I'll say this. I'll piggyback off of this. Right now we we're in a pandemic right now, so people can't go out at a bar. So now people at home they're being crafty. They're learning how to use bitters, how to use different, different mix. And one thing I've been doing is that you know, hey I always leave a calendar behind. In our calendar it features different cocktails for the month from January to December. And some of them you get real crafty. You know in, in January we had, look, the tuxedo. That's what 1884. Then each cocktail that we feature it goes with the season. You know, you gradually go within the season. Like my favorite cocktail that we have, I love. It's called nearest to happiness. It's made by uh, a gentleman that works on our team. His name is Jay Madison out of Atlanta. What up, Jay? Appreciate the cocktail. Uh he's phenomenal. What up, Jay? We have another mixologist that works for us. Her name is Sailor. Phenomenal. Like they're
0: Dude, her parents are the best.
1: You know Sailor? No, I don't, but her name's Sailor like yeah. she is the like, <laughs> when I first started working I'm like "Say, I need some I need some cocktails can you send me some She send me a whole list of them but as you go through our calendar you see hey who's this made by it's created by people within our organization so this time we decided to open up to to the world to get a world opportunity to take ownership like hey think about this if your cocktail is featured in this, in this calendar how often are you going to push the brand how often are you going to tell a story
3: I, I want to see my birth
1: month. What's your, birth, uh, what's your birth? What's your birth month? August. August. Yeah. Leo. I'm a Leo. you Leo? Yeah. Me too. So we're going to Leo. We're going to, we go to August. Man, a lot of Leo. Yeah. You're Virgo.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so July we have the garden. Yeah. And then as we get into August we have the fizz. Fizz? Yes. Ooh ginger. It's got ginger in it. I'm <laughs> And that's and, and, and the thing like. You create, a, think, think about this. People right now, they're at home. They want to create cocktails based off an experience at a restaurant, an experience at an event. Whereas I give someone a calendar, Uncle Near's calendar, it's on the icebox. They got to see it every day. First thing a wife wants to say, Hun, go to the store. Can you get these ingredients? Us as guys, no problem.
3: Put it on the list. list.
1: Yeah, oh, text uh, it to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's the thing, like that's when you say how do you how how, how does this brand grow? This is how this brand grows.
4: Maybe then some uncle nearest maple syrup. Maple syrup finish in uncle nearest barrel, so that way anytime somebody sits for for pancake breakfast with their families, that's the first thing they see in the morning. With the kids? Yeah.
0: No,
3: but it's just, it's just a maple syrup. Yeah, so
0: they see so the main question is are you gonna sign up for this thing or not? Oh yeah. <laughs> have you, have you done it yet? Yeah I'm in. Okay, do it right now. Yeah. Right, I wanna watch. This is whether or not you get a grade for today. Yeah. Your your Zoom class will be canceled. Sign up right now. So I wanna <laughs> <laughs> I Hey man, I gotta air out, bro. <laughs> um I want the fall classic. Is that a Manhattan?
1: The Fall Classic is no, that's not. Well, about it is it? Is it? No, <laughs> Man- I think I passed the Manhattan.
0: Go to the Manhattan because I want to. I want to reference both these guys. So we we all agree that typically when you make a Manhattan, you need to have a hundred proof rock. Correct. Right. Because sweetness will come in and cut through the whiskey, and you'll remove. The whiskey itself from from the drink, right? Uh-huh. So when you guys make your Manhattan, do you do it
1: with your hundred proof straight, or is it done with this ninety three? It just depends on who, who you're making it for. Like um, if uh, I'm, I guess
0: that was a self explanatory question. Yeah,
1: if I'm making, if if I'm at home and I'm making it for a group of friends, uh, and depend on you know what they you know what they enjoy, if they enjoy hundred proof or ninety three, I'll choose. One thing, about our, one thing about both of our brands, is very mixed.? Up.
0: Okay.
1: You can't say, oh, no, nah, that's not going to take I'm, All our cocktails are very refreshing. Okay. I mean, they, they look, you guys got a good
0: photographer. He used that, that X-Pro filter on Instagram. You know, blacks out the sides, pops the colors a little bit. Looks really good. Um, are we able to try some of these cocktails
4: today?
1: Yes. Today, okay. I think we're doing, we have the, uh, the, the old-fashioned. We have the nearest to happiness.
4: You guys don't have the, the the same restrictions that I used to see. Like usually, these kinds of competitions, they, they want that they're very strict. the The cocktail must contain at least one point five ounces of base spirit, for example. That's that's common. And so, if you create a cocktail where instead of, it's instead 1.25, of you're out. If you, if you use an ingredient that they can't obtain, for example, it's not easy to obtain. Like a, a liqueur that... that yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah. Automatic. But, you wanna, but the thing about it is that you want to be, you know, when it comes to our, our, our competition, when it comes to... Cocktails, I was tell anybody, you want to make something that I can take home. Like, at the end of the day, it's about making something that's very refreshing that I can take home. I don't have to go for go to like 10 different stores to find ingredients, I can go to one store and get all the ingredients. You know, we have the garden, like, the garden is another good, another amazing cocktail. So, do
4: you, do you end up as the marketing guy, do you end up? Selling those as, 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 as packaged cocktail kits, so somebody can walk in and they, and they, they, they buy a
1: kit that contains all of the ingredients. Just. So what? once again, every account is different. It's all about, it goes to the account uh, and the bartenders. You, I have to give an account recipes and cocktails that they're going to sell that people are going to ask for. If I go to an account that doesn't have all the bitters, hey, let me, let me dumb it down, let me give you this, this particular cocktail. But now I go to a cocktail that has a mixologist and all, hey, let's go. Let's get creative. Let's do this. Let's add this. Let's, because why? The consumers are used to going to the account for those type of cocktails. You Every cocktail is based off of that account. I like yeah, that. there
2: There's so much that goes into a cocktail, it blows me away. That's why I always try to keep it very basic to a few things, especially like for my Manhattan. Mm-hmm. It has to be, and how I've been taught, is you want a 100 proof rye. And you can try some different rice. I found some that I like and, and have found some that surprised me. And then it, a, a lot of it comes out to the vermouth, the cherry, uh, maybe a little bitter. And then the ice has such uh, an important role in it, especially when you talk about people making it all because that 100 proof, why you want that is depending on the ice they're going to use. You, that, Underproof proof is gonna get watered down pretty quick, even if you're using a good block ice, a good cube. So that's something that you're figuring those that person will drink that in probably 10, 15 minutes or longer. So you want something that's gonna hold that cocktail up. But these are all things that you work on and, and talk about, and especially, I retail
0: them to the specific clients that I'm giving a Manhattan to. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very important. Now, again, like I am not a cocktail guy. Uh, I prefer my whiskey in a glass and nothing else in it. But that also said, the only Manhattan that I that I can honestly, I'll drink is the one he makes. Uh, but I have found, especially when it comes to a cocktail, when you've got a lot of ingredient and you want to chill it, like the old school idea was, you froze the glass, right? Yeah. And that would that would hold everything in. But then. You know, if it's ninety degrees outside, it takes that glass maybe two minutes to chill. So but in the big clumps of ice, that the, the, the more circumference it has, and the way that
1: it dilutes is different than you know, and chopped ice or. Things and and, like that. Like, and once again, it goes back to the experience, what you had. Like uh, I a personal experience. Uh, my girlfriend, she's like, she's she's getting into the whiskey and bourbon category. So I uh, what she would call like, hey, what should I drink? I'm out with some coworkers. You know, we at this particular restaurant. I say, hey, look, uh, go with your classic, old fashioned. Use Aperoliers. Use uh, that 1980. I mean, 1884 Bows. Simple, simple. But if we are home or we got you know people over, and it's we're out on the, We out on the, on the deck. I'll do. Hey, listen. I'm gonna do the nearest to happiness. The nearest to happiness is refreshing. It's not a strong, a strong cocktail. Is it more cold, crisp, settling? Yes. Yes. You know? And it all—it's all based off the nearest. The nearest to happiness is based off the ingredients. And one thing in our in our in our calendar, it breaks down how much you should put of each ingredient into the cocktail because that's two. That's key. Because how can I tell you, hey, you should drink this. You should drink that. Well, i don't show you the steps from, from from the beginning to the end of the process right
2: well before we get off this and i know we're going to try some of the cocktails where one of the things i like to do is talk about the bottles and the presentations and right off the bat and this is nothing new i discuss it a lot in our podcast these bottles and the team who put these together, I think they're beautiful. I think they stand out alone. Just the, the flip label that goes over the top court with the three stars should tell you right away that that's probably a Tennessee problem. But the story that's told within the bottle, the look of it, and the colors they chose—I think it really stands out. I think it's a fantastic presentation. And there's a lot of bottles on that shelf. When you look at it, there's only a few that stand out. I personally think I think this is a good one. So I always give high marks to presentation. For example. Uh, there's not another bottle out there that I think compares to Blanton's. I mean, Blanton's, uh, hands down, for me, is a 10. I mean, whoever designed that, put that together, that bottle, because I've had many people say, hey, I want to give something for uh, Father's Day, and I invite my Father's And I'm like, well, in the day when everything wasn't allocated, right? Right, right. Like, anything from Buffalo Trace now is allocated. You can't even get Blanton's anymore, but to Buffalo, get that Grace round, it is. So I mean, that brown bottle with the way they do it in the bag and everything, it's just fabulous. Not everybody can't do that. That's a special deal. But I think your bottle stands alone, and it's really a
1: nice presentation. And one, and one thing, that's uh, our marketing team, and it goes back to our leadership. That's what we wanted to make sure that, you know, that our bottle stands out, that we had the great presentation. And then two, also, when you go into your local retail store to purchase one of our uh, bottles, it has a little uh, on the neck, it's a little, a little story yeah, that hangs yeah. on to it because why? That's important yeah. to us. Yeah, You know, and it, it goes a long way. I hear you. I hear you. I love it. I thank love you. Thank it. you. I greatly man, greatly appreciate it.
2: Because I have read the little storybook from the first day I got it, and I thought it was really a nice little
1: I you probably Some was, people
2: don't like those,
1: but I first well, like You them. probably was at home relaxing, had your nice cigar, you pulled your glass and like, hey, let me read this. Well, a lot of guys Google
2: but and I do do that from time to time, but it is nice. I don't read a lot of books, so I feel like that small little pamphlet which hangs on the bottle, I can at least give it a little time. <laughs>
1: right, right. Right. Have
2: a glass of it and learn a little bit about the product. And so I enjoy
1: and, and
3: that And I, li- I like bottles that have little pamphlets too. Yeah. Because, exactly, it's, it's one of those, I don't want to sit and read a dissertation about something. Give me give me something quick. Give me something neat. I like the bottle shape too. Because, especially somebody's got a private bar at their house, you put more of these on the shelf. You know, round bottles, you can only fit so many yep. in a row, I actually you can probably fit five of these to three bottles.
2: I, I, one know. I know what you're saying on packing, because I carry a lot of bottles with me <laughs> as well, and those are nice. I've got some that you wouldn't believe. I'll show you pictures up there, absolutely fabulous for packing. But I've actually, I've, from time to time, I'll buy an old vintage bottle, one of Harper. That I have, which still actually has the little storybook on it, and I have uh, put back in that bottle the original mm-hmm. juice from back in the day, and then that's an additional story because, like, man, is this? You, you the, this is the original juice from '60, no, but it's the original bottle, a bottle, right, and the storybook. And I have reunited the original bourbon back in that bottle. Uh, and
1: I like doing that for time, time. And for us, it was key just to have something, you know, like... A lot of people, that they, they see it. They are heard, they are heard about it. Uh, we have done numerous of things. Uh, we've been on uh, the Today Show with Al Roper. Al Roper actually just took a tour downtown Distillery. Um And it was, it was crazy because um, because of COVID-19. Al Roker was getting a Father's Day gift, he got a bottle of Uncle Nearest's, and he's like, hey, I'm drinking Uncle Nearest's Father's Day, it was a gift, but from that gift, he opened up the pamphlet and got to reading about it, we invited him down, and wow, we're on the Today Show, we were just on, uh, we was here locally in St. Louis, we was on Fox 2.
4: I have, a, I have a comment. Speaking back on that, but then I have a question. Maybe, okay. and maybe, maybe I'm putting you on the spot, but you know, whatever. I, I think. I think someone in your position can handle. <laughs> um, so, my start in, in, in this business was studying wine, uh-huh. and I noticed that that the newer wine producers were all about education. They really wanted people to, to understand the product. They, they, they would they would get all kinds of information on, on, on the way right. You could read back and you see the climate, the soil they would they they sometimes they they would tell me the precise time of day when, when they picked those grapes And and, and comparing that to, 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 to the old way that wine was, and this is this is what originally kept me out of the wine world, was that when yeah. you if you hold up an old bottle of, of say French wine, something something that, that that's that's really well known, that's part of the 1856 classification of Bordeaux, they don't tell you anything because the expectation is that that if you don't know. This is how I felt as a consumer. If you don't know, then you're not worthy of buying that bottle. And I hated that. And, and, and so the idea that, that you're providing a little bit of education just enough that people are willing to read it, I'm a big fan of that. And now for the other, the harder question. I read this review about some sort of special edition that you guys produced from the British Urban Society. Is there anything
0: like that available in the U.S.? Or
1: is it in the back of the Jeep? (laughs) Unfortunately, what we did with the uh, British bourbon society, that was just that was a one time thing.
0: Wait, so you skipped the American bourbon society and you went to the the
1: Brits? (laughs) Well, no, no, it wasn't it wasn't skipping. It was just uh, it was just it was it was an amazing opportunity that we did with them. uh, That particular bottle. Uh, We get a lot of questions when we're out in the market. People ask about it Uh, and they're like, well, what could we get what could we get and one of the things that we do hold uh here in the united states is our 1820. Hmm. our 1820 is our it's our single barrel it's in the back of the jeep
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: he's driving a jeep yeah and he's
0: gonna go get it see i wasn't gonna Michael, get there yet but you brought it up
2: a jeep cherokee what do you got a wrangler what do you got <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Jeep you were
0: driving? Because i have 19.
2: kids, go <laughs> well, no, i have go Guys, I, I, I wish I had
1: a bottle of 1820, I don't. But 1820 symbolizes, like it, the year symbolizes. So the 18, 1820 symbolizes, that was the year of the season of 1800 that Nearest Green was born. So it all, everything that we do, it comes back to history. And, you know, when we put that the, the, the story on, on the bottle, it's a reason for it, it's because we're trying to grasp your attention. Like, like what you just said, you appreciate that you value that. And so when you pick up this bottle, it's like you're not only picking up this bottle because to, you enjoy the juice, you're picking up the bottle because of the story that you're going to share with somebody else. And sometimes people, some people may get away from it. We don't, we take our pride upon our story. Our story is our bread and butter. Okay. Did that answer your question? Okay. So, the, the 1820. When is
0: that gonna come to market? Soon. Because it says age eleven years.
1: Yes. Go yes. It, 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 it'll be in it'll be in the St. Louis market soon. Uh, but so we can go ahead and call this right.
0: Like so, you know, there's a you know marketing manager. You got <laughs> well, to market nice in the right areas. You know,
2: and a shot, and maybe working with you guys to get the story out when it finally hits the market. We'd love to get back with you
1: and help you promote that story as well. What well, with the with the eighteen twenty? Um, that's like you know that's the one we that's like that's the trophy. Yeah, it is. So so
0: I'm sorry right because it's an eleven eleven years. We see that there. What is the age on the fifty six and the
1: eighty four? So the age on the fifty on the, on the fifty six between we always say nine to fourteen years, and on the eighty four age is seventy.
0: Okay. That was, I was honestly expecting a three to four year. But
1: then, end, too, end, we, end, right? it, one thing that, another thing that we, we, we really, you know, I, I knew you guys wow. going to ask that question. Yeah. But one thing about us, we really don't like to put the age on a bottle. I like that. I like Because that. Oh, a lot really of, you know, it. you can put the age on a bottle, it don't mean nothing. See, and, and this is. A lot, of, a lot of people interpret that. Uh, but,
0: when, when Hodge and I first met, this is actually a conversation we had about bourbon versus scotch. Um, so the old, the old joke is when we first, I was the Scotch guy, he was the bourbon guy, I taught him scotch, he taught me bourbon. Well, these two have taught me bourbon way beyond what I fucking thought. And, uh, but we were, one of the things we got into was, thank you, ma'am, was uh, we were talking about age statements and how they I'm not going to say there's no such thing as an NAS Scottish yeah. whiskey. But if you lay every bottle out, if you had a if you had a million bottles, ten yeah. don't have an age statement. Okay, it's actually part of that is because of the import regulation, right? It's got to have an age statement on the bottle to be imported. Now, over the past when it's got started importing the United States, fifty. Right.
1: That's got to be perfect,
0: right? Fifty-one.
1: Do I yeah think. Do twenty. Do twenty-five. Uh,
0: yeah. But all of that, when all of that, when it when started coming, part of the import regulation was it didn't have to have an age statement, this, that. That's reducing a little bit like special barrel finishes, like Glenlivet and Glidvinick have done it a lot, um, like McAllen's exceptionals. So, number six, Reflection, number four, they don't have age statements, but if you read, you understand exactly what they are, right? I like, I love, it's like that joke we talk about where people are like, do you have seven-year Buffalo Trace? Well, Buffalo Trace is seven years old. <laughs> Yeah, but that's really cool. I, mean, I I prefer, I don't like an age statement on it, because I think it's a it's a dollar amount. When you put an age statement on something, it makes, now there are certain ones that you have to maintain, right? Like, for example, we're talking bigs, we're talking old fits. When you're getting into 10 to 16 year old bottle and bond whiskeys, hell
4: yeah, you
0: put that, that age on there,
4: but you See, have to. If you were a scotch producer and I wanted to make you split, I would, I would, I would start talking about, as a consumer, I'm, I'm looking for some sort of metric because I don't want to spend under sixty dollars a bottle on something that that may turn out to be boring, right? And 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 and, and, and I'm not I'm not at all saying that that, that Glenmorangie Signet is is, is is boring, but but I'm I'm using them as an example, actually, for the record, since since yeah. I am Signet's amazing. I, I I I love that expression, But I'm using it as an example because. Because the first time I bought it, I, I was like, am I paying for this cool packaging and, 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 and this, this cap that, 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 I, that I can chuck through a windshield because, because it felt like a brick? And so is, is it special because of the way it's, it's marketed or, or, or is the, the, the juice worth it? And, you know, if, if you don't have a whole lot of money just to spend, that might be a lot to do. A risk on on, on, on on a bottle. And and so I would say that as a consumer, I'm looking for some way that I can make a, a more intelligent decision. And I think that's what the H statement provides. I agree with you. But yeah. I also like the H statement
2: just because when you're trying all these different bourbons, we, especially, and one of the things that was important to me that we introduced to Bibbs. Uh, which is the bottle and bond, or bonded, into our uh, show and teaching people about different levels of bourbon. So, people that are tasting six or four-year, which the bib is... If you're going to have a bottle and bond, it has to be a four-year. Yes. So, once they get used to tasting a 100 proof, four-year, and they try something that may be close to that. They are being able to experience a younger bourbon that may a three or a four or even a five, and they get used to what they're letting you know, this is tasty like this. And and, and then you can start kind of making your way through those,
0: Well, if that well, makes any sense. Yeah, no, that really does. But where I want to piggyback on, maybe it's the, it, it's not maybe, it's the quality of juice. I think we all thought... This is three to four years, right? I didn't, did know. did you I mean if you had to guess. I was I was honestly getting this one I probably would have said six, you know. I would have said six maybe. Yeah. Uh, but to say hear seven. nine to thirteen nine to thirteen?
1: Right? Nine to fourteen. Nine to
0: fourteen. Uh, and then we have what, seven to seven to eleven? Seven. Seven? Oh, it's yep. seven straight. Yeah. See that if we would have
2: done a McKenna without any age statement, would we have really thought that was a ten. I mean I I, no, I, I think, just thought that was I think 10's the runaway number. You stroke ten on it. <laughs> I think 10 is lit, I think there's some sweet spots. But I listen, if you start getting into old fixed and you know I'm an old fixed guy, some of that's thrown out the window because we've got into some higher numbers that we're we we did not think would still have a sweet spot. We didn't think it would hold the complexity, but it right. does. Well and I you're think like, Wow, are you kidding me? There's a fourteen and now a fit right. right? And it's still holding some complexity. I mean, it's I like it just because it gives us some parameters to uh, taste. See, and,
4: and uh, now that you said that, another part that I would say, to just playing Devil's Advocate, think about Elijah Craig. That it sold so well as a thirty-five dollar you know, twelve-year bourbon very prominent on the label that that, that that big rent 12 and then and then they quietly moved it to the back in the small text and then they removed that entirely and they changed the bottle. and and so my, because they weren't being true they the state they were to well yes. yes so my argument as a consumer would be like the only reason that you would do that is because you still want to you still want to keep this bourbon at a horrible price but you're struggling to, to maintain the same the same level of quality, and so you're kind yeah, of gradually well because because that's that's happening that's the decision they are forced to, they're, they're forced to make. Either they, they, they continue to produce at the same at the same age table with the same quality and charge their consumers more and make it and then it becomes really rare, or they they slightly reduce the clothing quality, and they, make, they, they keep it available to everyone, and that's the rep that they chose.
0: Or you do what Uncle Nearest does, just go to an NAS and use a range of whiskeys to create a fine product. You know? Yeah. But from another devil's advocate point, you're talking as a consumer with far too damn much knowledge <laughs> to be the guy in the liquor store going, ah, uh, well, you know, uh, <laughs> <but> sometimes <laughs> this six year, you know, it should be, uh, like a year.
1: <laughs> But guys, you gotta think sometimes that the average consumer, if they don't know um, too much about whiskey and bourbon, they're not looking for an age stamp, You know, and that's the thing, you don't want to, you, you, we want consumers to enjoy our product. Not like, oh, it, that's this year, that's, no, no, enjoy the product, it's a quality product, enjoy it. Tell the story, that's what you, that's what we want. Like, a lot if of guys, companies do. Yeah. If you, guys, if you
4: guys put this at, at, at a price point that, that, if I'm fine, an educated consumer, if I'm looking at this, that's worth the gamble. Because because if I if I, if I buy something in, in the price range of, of any of these Uncle expressions, and, and uh, it, it turns out to be not be a, a spectacular buy, right. I still I still wouldn't feel like 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 I was being raked over the quotes. But, right. if, but if you sold me that for, for $200, and, and, and I hated it, I'd be apologizing to my wife, you know? just I'm,
1: yeah, but, but Think about this, what you just said, with this particular brand, with Uncle Nears, you, know, you, you can drink it with your wife.
4: You oh, can make our
1: classic. watch the whiskey. Wait a minute. And I'm not saying that a, I, look,
0: I, I I I love this stuff. I'm I'm not I'm not
4: i I'm, I'm not saying I'm not making a negative comment about this. I'm just saying that I I I appreciate that that that, that it's that it exists at, 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 at an affordable price.
1: Thank you. That and that's that's what we want. We want consumers, for one, to be able to afford it. Two, but to really to enjoy it. And three times. Here's
2: our model, Lavar, and cigars with banter.
0: Now you're getting our banter. <laughs> so, Lavar, let me ask you a question. And I know you don't work in, you know, logistics, manufacturing, and pricing, and all that. Do you think, being the blend that these are, that age range, if you put 14 as the age statement on that bottle, you would charge more for it, right? In your personal opinion, and by no means is, I know you don't handle this, but what, and when you look at the market, when you see how age statement, especially on bourbon, an age statement on bourbon, I think is the, now sometimes you find very unique unicorns. Like we were talking about Elijah Craig, how they changed it. that 18 year age statement Elijah Craig is fine, right? But do you think if Uncle Nearest dropped to 14
1: of the year, age statement on that 56,
0: you can charge more for it?
1: I'll, I'll say this. Based off the juice that we have right now,
2: it's about quality.
1: We have quality juice. Man, you keep it that like, way? Like, and people love it. And people love it. You might actually be on a G6 seeing a Prince in Persia. And people love it. People want something they can have a conversation about. People, don't, people you gotta stand. In America right now, people don't want everything that's so complex. They want something that's simple, they can enjoy, it's not so much, it's this, it's high, it's low, it's middle, it's just give me a quality product and I'm enjoy it. Right. So that's that's our number one goal is to give, to produce a quality product that consumers can enjoy and continue to buy it. I love it man, well personally I think you guys have
2: knocked it out of the park and you guys got a fantastic product. We've been enjoying it for at least a year and some, and uh, I'm glad we're hanging
0: out with you tonight. mean, it's awesome. Yeah, it's the, the product is hands down, both expressions. Like when we get done, I'm gonna have everyone kind of pick what their favorite was. Um, but the the, the 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 juice, the whiskey itself is is amazing. Like you conversation piece, yeah. Uh, what I take from that, because I think like a lot of things can be a conversation piece. But what's so unique about this is how many people you can bring into the conversation. Because if you have someone that, you know, you, you, you've been there, you've got a group of people sitting around, there's ten of you, seven of you are drinking the same whiskey. And there's three that are like, man, you know, I don't really drink. That's where that 84 comes in. You pour it, and they're like, wow, wow. Even if you have to throw it over a couple cubes or a, or a block of ice, suddenly you draw more people in. There aren't, there are a few, but I don't think there's a lot of Bottles that you can that, that have a range in that manner that you can
1: do Yeah, I mean, but then it, you know. it comes back to um, that our you know our product is it, it makes an amazing cocktail too, and it, you know, you have to be able to cater to multiple consumers. You just can't cater to one side of the consumer. Right. Think about it. When you when you going out to dinner, you want a a cocktail that you can enjoy. That you can actually enjoy drinking. That's true. You don't want,
0: and also you don't want the contrasting factors of the peppers and the salt yes, and the yes. sugars of the food. Um, so let's do this. You have a cocktail ready for today, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Why don't we wrap up the podcast? You guys want to try the cocktail? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the cocktail. All right. Can we order the cocktail? Sure. Let's order the cocktail, and then um, let's just do a little couple of questions, and then. Uh, by the way, Uncle Nearest shared our story on Instagram, so thanks
1: to your people, they did it. It's pretty cool. Hey, yeah. we work hard, man. We well, work there, man. It's listen, awesome. We, it's just you
0: talking, but it's on there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but guys, and that's
1: the thing about it, the most important thing for us is our story. It's our brand. And we we understand in order for this for this brand to continue to grow. Which uh, cocktail should we do? Nearest to Happiness. Nearest to Happiness?
3: Yes.
0: Yeah, all right. So, what we'll do is we're going to go get this cocktail ready, bring the cocktail back.
2: Uh, we've we'll, never done a cocktail, and we will just will take a pause, and then we'll end it up with our cocktail and close it
0: out. Yeah, okay? Perfect. Sound good? Yep. All right, we will be right back. Uncle Nearest and wrap it up with the bar cup. All, right. <laughs> all right.
1: Cheers, fellas. Cheers, guys. So the cocktail we enjoy right now is called a flight delay. Just imagine you sit in the airport, just need something, just you know, just to relax your nerves. What you guys think of it?
0: I'll let them go first. Cowboy. <laughs> well, I'm not a big sweet
2: cocktail guy. <laughs> It's got bigger. Maybe it doesn't smell more ice. I always like those cocktails in a can. I don't like them when they come out of the can. They have to be on ice. Not that it needs to be ballooned a little bit, but I think it just adds to the thing. you normally do a garnish? This is probably a quick pro pro. Uh
0: huh. Mark, what do you think, buddy? So, isn't it? Can, can you go? Can you explain what the recipe is? Yes. Um, I'll say. Look, it's sweet. It's trying to guess what's in
2: so, it. I know uh, there's like, bitters.
1: It's got to be bitters because
0: I. Can, I was I'm, gonna say
2: it's got a bitter, no. like grapefruity kind of yeah. taste. So
1: it has uh, appleton, lime juice, and agave. What's not and, an apple. and appleton. Yes.
2: Oh and something it's, is given that almost
0: tart or very grapefruity yeah. taste. And this is made with
2: 1884.
1: It was lime and what? Lime. Um, agave nap- nectar. That's the bitter,
3: It's the the agave.
2: The
1: lime, and the agave. That's the,
2: the, the bite of a margarita.
1: Yeah.
2: See that I use the agave nectar and my lime juice that I prepare for my you know. But once again,
0: it's like this is easy
2: to
0: turn Yeah. Hey, I'm going to say, look, I'm not a cocktail guy and I said that before, right? I'll tell you right now, there's not a, a woman in my life that wouldn't enjoy this. Um If it's hot outside and we open the night with this, I'm all about it, man. It's, it's very good. Um Being that I'm a neat whiskey guy all the time, I wish the whiskey was a little more prominent. But you can, especially when you said it's 84, right, that creamy, and this is where you can, the vanilla. The vanilla is the residual taste on the roof of your mouth, right? At least for me, right? Right. This is a very good cocktail, right? I couldn't have more than one. It's it's sweet, right? I don't do good with sweets, but it's very, very good. I, I do like it,
1: and that's the thing, we you, we you, you want cocktails that are refreshing that you can enjoy. Oh, yeah, that'll definitely, that, that, it's that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, But
4: it's
0: refreshing,
1: but there is like a tart to it. I wanted that to lime and the agave, yeah. right? It's got to But,
2: cowboy, you, you're sipping pretty good, though. I <laughs> Hey, I don't give a shit what it is. I'm giddy up.
4: You know, uh, whip and run, rather. In, in those professional competitions, the, the, the categories... So in those professional competitions, the, 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 the categories are, are are nose, palate, balance... Um, sometimes they add other categories, but, but in terms of balance of flavor, I, th- I think this really hits it just right. I mean, it's it, it, it's, it, it, it is more on the side, and I think I, I I I think I also prefer the kind of spirit-forward cocktails. Kind of right. But in, in, in the right setting, I think this is excellent. I, I think I, I think I think you can have a lot of fun with this. I, I actually think this would be fun in, 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 in each setting. Would be fun poolside. It's 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 that kind of thing. I
1: greatly appreciate that. Thank you, thank you.
4: Uh, yeah,
0: I got to say, uh, Kurt, you want to say anything about me? Um, uh,
3: it does smell sweet, but then when you drink it, you get that little contrast. That, the tart, that he's talking uh, tart. The, the, that tart yeah. is, it's like, I'm expecting something super sweet, super, like, I'm going to put you in the face with some sweet sugar, but then, oh wow, that wasn't sweet at
0: all. It it, it, it's... Well, look, these cigars made it the entire podcast. We had some great whiskey. Wrapping up with this cocktail, I think it's an awesome refresher to continue the night. Fantastic cocktail. Uh, LeVar, we're all gonna check out, and then I want you to walk us out, okay? Take a minute to say goodbye, drop whatever you gotta drop, mention whoever you gotta mention. But for the Viking and Brad DePiro, all from the man, find it. We will do our best. Uh, Maybe what I'll do is I'll try and import the logistics selection from uh, Uncle Nearest website for Missouri. I'm not worried about anybody else in the other state. Use your computer. But for us, I'll plug it into the website so yeah. it can be there. Everyone, I'll, I'll take a screenshot of the graph that comes up with every location. Uh, and we're talking Kansas City, from Kansas City to St. Louis. I'm sure you're in Springfield and everywhere else, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Those all around. Okay, yes. yeah. Um, so for the Viking Craft Pure, I'm out. Boys, go ahead. Well, the cowboy. I do want to say uh, thank you to
2: Montrez. We've been to Montres, we've done a bunch of podcasts here. I don't know about a bunch, but at least we've done two or three here. And we do want to present them with a pod, uh, one of our canvas pod, uh, podcast canvases. So I don't know if one of the others is going to show up tonight, but we're definitely hoping they'll put it up on their walls because we've done enough podcasts here. We're going to present this to them if they get a chance to come in. So that'll be it here, and uh, we just want to thank them. And
0: thank you. Uncle Nearest, yes. Bad Russia, go ahead, buddy.
4: Fine, I'll give the
0: sign off that they were kind of expecting the intro. Yes, was... I want more whiskey. I think that meant, yes, I want more whiskey. <laughs> I think it <laughs> said juice, it's a whiskey. Yeah, yes, I want more whiskey, but say it right. Kirk is in closet. Yes, I want more whiskey. All right, uh, Kurt, man, it's great to have you back, my dude. Yeah. Hey, I uh, appreciate
3: you guys having me again. Um, it's always fun when I get together with you guys.
2: Uh, Luke Skywalker, that's his haircut.
3: <laughs> it is right now. I may be looking like you
2: by next Thursday, though. Yeah,
3: yeah not not as, you know, all sexiness, but uh, the Northern Frenchman
0: signing off. Is <laughs> that an evil laugh? That was an Okay. All
1: right, Lavar, my man, please. Take a minute. Take us out, buddy. Uh, fellas, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, once again, a great conversation with your favorite uncle, Uncle Nearest. Please go out, pick up the brand at any retail uh, in the St. Louis area, uh, all of Missouri. Thank you guys for supporting the brand. Thank you for having me. Anytime you guys need me back, I would love to come back to share the story, uh, to share more cocktails. Once again, fellas, thank you, enjoy, good night.
0: All right, my man, stick around. We're going to get a group picture in front of your sign. All right, we're out. Cheers.